Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 159. Cost versus value. Should you buy a new car or used car? Part two by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hey everybody, welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the very best personal finance blogs anywhere. And uh, today's post comes from Ramit Sethi. It's actually part two of the post that I started yesterday. So if you didn't hear episode 158 yet, that's part one of today's post, then you'll probably want to check that one out first so that today's post makes a lot more sense. And with that, let's hear part two as we optimize your life. Cost versus value. Should you buy a new car or used car? Part two by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. The lowdown on buying a new car versus a used car. Here's the deal. Buying a crappy used car will save you upfront money, but it may cost you a lot more over the long term. If you decide to buy a good used car, in my opinion, you might as well spend a little more to mitigate the risks of car repair, etc. That's the risk-reward perspective. Another perspective, cost versus value, influenced me more. Buying a new car seems scary because the numbers are so high, $20,000. But that's what financing is for, especially at extremely low rates like 2 to 4%. You can put down as much money as you're comfortable with, but the biggest factor in my purchase was the total value concept. You can get a new car for a relatively low cost over the long term by doing a few sensible things. Now, most of the pundits who talk about buying new versus used cars seem to assume that people are completely stupid and will do things like pick a bad car that looks sexy but is a poor choice financially. For instance, a Dodge Neon versus a Honda Accord. Spend a lot on the initial purchase price, not shop around for competitive insurance, not take good care of the car, and sell it when they see something shinier. If you do these things, then yes, you are a moron. But if you actually think about this, one of the biggest purchases you'll ever make, you can save a lot of money. So do some common sense things that will make you much happier over the long term. Five common sense ways to save money on a new or used car purchase. One, pick a good car. There are some cars that are objectively bad decisions that nobody should ever buy. Yet sometimes they're shiny and popular and we buy them. Take the VW Jetta, which got popular during high school and everybody wanted one. 
I know of exactly one person who's happy with his Jetta, and I still scratch my head that he's had such good luck. Everyone else I know hates them. Why would you buy this? Pick cars that are reliable and have a decently high resale value. This doesn't mean you have to pick a boring car, but it does eliminate about 80% of cars right off the bat. Two, negotiate mercilessly with dealers. I have never seen so many people make bad purchase decisions as when they get in a car dealer's office. If you're not a hardball negotiator, take someone with you who is. Better yet, don't even go to the dealer. I bought my car for $2,000 under invoice by spending a month researching and planning. When I decided to buy, I had 17 car dealers bidding against each other to get my business by fax and email while I reclined and watched Laguna Beach. And I only went in one dealer's office, the winning one. Also, I started negotiations at the end of the calendar year when dealers are salivating to beat their quotas. Your saliva is my salvation. I highly recommend www.fightingchance.com to get more info on this technique. The $35 I spent saved me thousands. Three, get a great interest rate. Your interest rate matters to the total cost of ownership, especially if you don't put money down to start. This is why having a good credit score matters. If you have multiple sources of good credit, your interest rate will be lower. Four, get a straightforward loan. Don't do stupid things like getting an upside down loan where you owe more on the car than it's worth. I know a girl who bought a new Lexus but decided she didn't like it five months later and traded it in for something else. She now has an upside down loan and a distinct lack of common sense. Treat your car like a stock and plan to hold it for a long, long time. This is hard because we're judged on how new our car is. But with each year you drive your car payment free, you're saving tons of money. Five, your car's price is vastly dependent on its condition. Go to www.kbb.com and experiment with pricing. Try the same car in excellent, good, fair, and poor conditions. You'll see what I mean. Okay, so I decided to get a new car. Let's assume my car cost $20,000, 25K sticker price negotiated. If I can pay it off in five years and drive it for three years afterwards, I can sell my car for about $10,000. Extrapolate data from KBB and realize that it's a bit hand wavy. That's about $1,250 a year. And it only gets better as you drive the car longer with no payments. In other words, you save more in non-payments than the car depreciates. Things to watch out for when buying any car, new or used. Now, some caveats. First, don't forget insurance, registration, repair, etc. But remember that a used car has all these things too, just in different amounts. In my case, insurance for a five-year-old used car would save me about $100 every six months. Not very compelling. With a used car, the risk goes up. Likelihood of repair increases, resale value decreases. The question is whether the reward of lower payments is worth it. Second, this doesn't work with all cars. If you're buying a Dodge Neon, your resale value is going to suck and you're going to be angry every day of your life. I expect this post will generate a lot of debate and that's cool. Here's the bottom line. I don't like when pundits say that buying a used car is the only way to go. It's not. Buying a new car can be a smart choice if You pick the right car, negotiate extremely well, and stay disciplined about shopping for insurance, maintaining your car, etc. Because buying a car is such a big purchase, I'm fine spending a little more money and time up front to mitigate risk and get a great car that will last for a long time. And by being sensible about how long you drive your car for, longer is better, you can get a new car for a great value. It doesn't have to be a purely numbers-oriented decision. I love my car. It's fun to drive, and if I had 10 times the money, I would still get it.
You just listened to part two of the post titled Cost Versus Value, Should You Buy a New Car or Used Car? by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And that wraps up today's episode and two-part post. I will see you in the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.